0: Hello, world. You are listening to Townley Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that tries to help you understand finances a little bit more. And to be honest, it helps me understand finances a little bit more. I have found that over time that if I'm trying to teach something, I tend to learn more about it. So if you think you know something, try teaching it you'll find out that there are things that you don't know you'll need to research if you're going to teach it going forward today we're going to talk about retirement retirement is the time of life when you when one decides to leave the workforce behind and this can look like a lot of different things for a lot of different people some people leave the workforce because they have enough money some people leave the workforce because they can no longer do the job yeah you know, some people continue to to do the job maybe in a volunteer standpoint so I want to talk a little bit about what retirement is, what it means to you, what it means to me, and you know, kind of what that looks like. But we're going to start off with the money aspect of it. So retirement is a, a sub-bucket under savings. Remember, our buckets were emergency fund, retirement, college, and then building wealth. This is one of those buckets. And we're going to talk about once we have our emergency fund established, except for in the event that... An employer is willing to help pay, you know, if they're willing to give you a 401k match, we want to take advantage of that. Other than that, we should be filling our emergency fund first. So let's talk about it in that regard. So part of the savings, we're going to build that emergency fund. This is part of that 20% that we take off the top. Ideally, I understand, you know, if if this is a new job or if you're new to the workforce and you're not able to do quite 20%, the goal is to first get to 20% fill up that emergency fund, and now we're gonna start talking about retirement. This is the money that we're gonna use when we no longer have to or want to or need to work for someone else. So the first normal type situation I would say that that an employer is gonna give you is they're gonna say, hey, we have a 401k and we're willing to match X. So in some cases that could be up to 5%, it could be more based on the role that you have, some employers may not match at all. They may just say, hey, we have a 401k, but you put into it whatever you want. Usually in the situation where they're going to match you, there's what's called vesting. So sometimes they may let you vest right off the bat. So if you put in 5% and they match it 5%, that's your money. That money acts just like yours. And in some cases, there may be where it takes time. I was in a situation one time where I would put in 5%, they would match the 5%, but after year one, it was 20%. After year two, it was 40%. After year three, it was 60%, then 80%. So it took me five years before I got fully vested. And one of the reasons why they do that is because they want you to hang around. They want you to be somewhat loyal. So if they're going to give you that kind of money, they want you to make sure that you're going to be around for it. But I know now in a very competitive labor market, a lot of places have chosen to go ahead and fund invest right away, maybe after a probationary period. So you need to look at what your employer is doing. If you work for someone else, if you still have active income, you'll need to see what they do and what their terms are. The fact of the matter is it's free money, right? So it's an instant raise in a sense because not only, you, yes, you are contributing your money, which would be part of your 20%, but you're also getting theirs. So that's going to be very important for when you need to live on this retirement. There are IRAs. Those are individual retirement accounts that you can open. And then there's Roth IRAs and and regular. If you want a full breakdown on the types of retirement options you could have after you talk to your employer and see what they have, if you want to look for additional ones or if you want to put additional monies away, I recommend going to talk to a financial advisor and when you sit down with that, retire- that financial advisor, you're going to start looking at your retirement goals. What does retirement look like for you? You need to determine what kind of lifestyle you want. A lot of people are not going to want to live in one certain lifestyle for the, for the- most of their lives and then maybe downgrade later on. Others may want to live more extravagantly, but you're going to have to sit down with a financial advisor and establish your goals. What do you want retirement to look like and then what, what do you want to do? What are you going to have to contribute in the meantime? If the 5% plus the 5% from your employer is enough, you're going to find out very soon if that's the kind of lifestyle you're going to do, how long you're going to have to save for, what age you may be able to be able to retire at. The financial advisor is going to have a lot of tools to help you understand what that looks like. And then you're going to have to ask yourself if you're committed to that sort of plan. And of course, life changes. So you want your financial advisor, you probably want to meet with him at least on an annual basis and tell them what's happening in your life. Are you getting married? Are you having children? Are you thinking about going to college? Are, you know, what What's going on in your life that would, would impact your retirement plan? So you need to determine what kind of lifestyle you want. Calculate the cost of the desired lifestyle. And then make changes today. So if you're younger, this is going to be easier. Because you'll have more time. You have more of a time horizon. And of course, if you start saving earlier, then you are going to benefit from compound interest. You're going to put money in there. Hopefully the markets continue to do well and, and you're going to reinvest those monies back into and they're going to keep growing. That money starts working for you. It's it's really a great concept. The next area is simply don't retire. If you enjoy what you do, is there a reason to retire? right? If you don't have a job, or if you don't have something you dread getting out of bed doing every day, maybe you don't retire. There's nothing that says you have to retire. It just seems to be this sort of Story that you know when we get to sixty five that we stop working and you know that we have to stop and then we have twenty or thirty years left at the end. I I, I don't want to do it that way. In, in in my opinion, I think retirement should be when I don't have to work for someone else. But it's not necessarily that I'm not working anymore. Maybe I start working for someone else. I do the four hundred one k thing for a while, or I have a pension or a retirement with them. And then I say, you know what? I have enough there. I'm going to go start my own business and do my thing. And if I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I'm still making money, there's no no reason you have to retire. I know a lot of people that are in their 70s and 80s that have not retired and they're perfectly happy. They enjoy what they're doing. It makes them happy. It keeps them socially engaged. They get to hang out with their peers. So maybe you don't retire. You could maybe change careers, like I said, or you could go to work for yourself or you can work less hours. Maybe you don't want to work 40 hours anymore. Maybe you don't want to work 30. Maybe you only work 10 or 15 hours. That's fine. You don't have to stop working completely. And then maybe, and this is one of the things I'm really looking into, maybe I get to a point where I retire for certain parts of the year. Maybe I only work six months out of the year. Maybe when when it's cooler, like in the fall and in the spring, that's when I enjoy traveling, doing my most traveling, like April, May, that time frame, you know, September, October, November – That time frame, I like to travel. So maybe I just take off three months at a time, work three months, and and then work another three months. Maybe do it in a project management sort of way. It may not always line up, but it's something that I could consider doing. And if I can work remote, then more power to it, right? So look at your situation, see what you need in your quote-unquote retirement, what that looks like. And then if you're 50 years old and you have enough money, then do it. Maybe you cut back your hours, work remotely, and you travel. But you still do your job maybe 10, 15 hours a week. And that's enough income for you to supplement what you're doing. Now, there are going to be times, there are going to be some of these instruments where you have to be a certain age before you can start taking money out of them, like 59 and a half or, you know, beyond. So check with not only your your folks at where you work, but you also need to check with your financial advisor. And they'll tell you when you can start getting those funds. We know, with Social Security, you can start taking that maybe at 62 or 67 or 70 and if you're younger, they, they may continue to bump that age up. So when you get your annual statement, go ahead and download those and look at them and see what your opportunities are. See what your cash flow would be from Social Security because that's going to be gravy in a in addition to what you get from these other retirement accounts like you know Roth IRAs or IRAs or four hundred one k's. And if you have a pension, if you're lucky enough to have a pension, the other thing is. You know, once you have your retirement kind of set up, once you kind of established what your lifestyle is going to be, how much you need to save to do it, you got the tools in place to do what you want to do, then you can start truly building wealth outside of retirement. So retirement is really the money that when you stop working, if you're gonna stop working, that you need that money for. If you're deciding not to do that, and sometimes we may not have a choice. Unfortunately, we may not have a choice. So if we have an injury or, you know, something that, that makes us incapacitated. You know, we, we may have to stop working. And then, you know, that kind of goes to that emergency fund if you don't have their full retirement. But if you are of an age where you can retire, then you could use that. Beyond that, we could just build wealth, right? Any other dollars that are outside that 20%, we want to start sinking that into building wealth. And that's money that we can take whenever we want, right? We're going to have to pay capital gains tax on it. But again, work towards your financial advisor. Maybe you're saving up for a, a, an RV a motorhome that you're gonna travel around in, maybe you're saving up for a house or for college. You know, we can we can do all of that with our financial advisor and we wanna we wanna ultimately build wealth. So and then if you have wealth and you no longer have to work anymore, congratulations. I mean that's where I'm trying to get financially independent. Once you're financially independent, you no longer have to work anymore. You'll have enough passive income to help you throughout your life and that'll continue to grow. So your money's starting to work for you. Then you can do things like volunteer or mentor. Or maybe you continue to do your job, but maybe you do it at a lower pay, or maybe you do it for folks that can't necessarily afford your services or wouldn't have been able to afford your services in you know in the beginning. So in recap, retirement, that time of life when one decides to leave the workforce behind. Ways to ways to build it. We want to make sure that we have our emergency built first. This is part of that 20% bucket that we're always talking about in our spending plan. This is the second part of that bucket. After we have the emergency fund fully funded, then we start looking at our employers. What are they con, you know, do they have any contribution offerings? Like with a 401k, will they match us? If they do match us, make sure that we're getting all of that money. And if you feel comfortable in those options, then maybe you put additional in there. So if they match you 5% but you'd like it as a fund, you're able to put 10% in plus their five. So now you're saving 15% towards your retirement. Maybe that's the way you wanna go. Or you maybe you open up your own individual retirement account like a Roth and you start working with a financial advisor and you start thinking about what it looks like for you to retire, you individually to retire. You need to kind of understand what that picture looks like. So determine the lifestyle you want when you no longer have to work or think you don't have to work anymore. Calculate the cost of that desired lifestyle. Start making changes today, because little changes you make today will contribute to what you can do going forward. And then maybe you'll look at your plan and go, you know what? I really enjoy what I'm doing. Maybe I like being a rock and roll star. I never want to stop being a rock and roll star. Even if I can't tour anymore, I'm gonna start writing albums or work with other people in the studio. So I'm not gonna retire. And if you don't, if you enjoy that, then don't retire. Or if you decide that, you know what? I don't want to be necessarily a rock star anymore. I want to start recording music for other folks and you become a music producer. You can change careers. Maybe you have enough money to do that. You can work less hours. You can decide that, hey, I'm not going to put in 35 to 40 or 60 or 80 hours a week. I'm going to cut back down to maybe 20 or 30 hours a week. Maybe in some cases down to 10. You can do that as well. You don't have to just, it's not all or nothing in retirement, right? Maybe you can do it during certain parts of the year where you take some, you know, six to nine month vacations. And, and maybe you only work three months out of the year, or maybe you work half the year, or maybe you work a part of the year. Some people wouldn't be able to do that because they're like, once I stop working, I, I won't have the drive to get back in there. So it's gonna be, it's really up to you. So don't limit yourself here. And then after you get your retirement plan figured out, then you can start truly building wealth. And that's where you can you're become financially independent. Once you've checked that box, you bet with your financial advisor, all your money is working for you to cover your expenses for your spending plan, then you are now financially independent and you're no longer reliant on other people or a job or for your own services to be able to do what you do. And then you can truly just mentor and volunteer and pass along. Hey, let me know what you think about retirement. What does your retirement look like? I would love to hear what your retirement plan looks like. For me, I'm looking at trying to retire parts of the year, but I don't ever see myself truly just stopping work. I don't see myself just playing golf every day. I'd like to be able to do that. But I, I, I think I'm going to stay engaged from a, from a mental and a social aspect. I think it's important to stay engaged, but I want to be doing something I love doing. I certainly don't want to be working for someone else when I'm doing it. I want to have my own business and that this podcast is hope, hope, hopefully is a stepping stone in that direction. Maybe I can write that book. Maybe I can start doing speeches. I'd love to be able to do that. Give me your feedback. You can find me at Townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Sean Townley, S H A W N if you're looking. S-H-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-L-E-Y. And then my website, SeanTownley.com, the same name. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.